Betches Media presents The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I am so happy to bring you this very special bonus episode sponsored by Verstolo Fine Jewelry. Verstolo is the premier diamond rental company and only choice for brides because seriously, who doesn't want to be decked out in diamonds on their wedding day? I remember listening to Nicole's episode with Lauren, so I was aware that you can rent jewelry for your wedding. But after looking on their website, I was truly shocked at their rental selection. Verstolo's one-of-a-kind collection includes diamond earrings, bracelets, and necklaces, all available to rent at a fraction of the retail value. Today, we are joined by Lauren Grunstein, who is the vice president of Verstolo Fine Jewelry. And Lauren's been with Verstolo for the last three and a half years and works directly with clients to help them design and rent their dream jewelry for their big day. So hi, Lauren. How are you? Hi, Sam. It's so nice to meet you. I'm doing great. I'm so excited. We have a lot of Verstolo brides that follow Betches Brides on Instagram. We do. And they look amazing. Nicole, the host of Betches Brides and um, obviously bride herself, wore Verstolo jewelry on her wedding and it was absolutely iconic and gorgeous. So I can't wait to talk to you. Yeah, Nicole, I feel like is the OG Verstolo bride. Um, to this day, I still have clients come in here and they're like, I heard about you guys from Nicole and she wore the willow earrings and I love them so much. And I'm looking to achieve a similar look. So it's so funny. Um, I love that. Yeah, Nicole and Betches have uh, have really sealed the deal with Verstolo. It's been really nice. That's so exciting. I love to hear that. So I kind of want to start off with kind of engagement conversation, like proposal vibes, because it is the season, proposal season, I feel like is like very Thanksgiving to New Year's. So for those who are listening who are not engaged yet, but think it's going to happen soon, want it to happen, have been maybe putting things on their Pinterest boards since they were 11 years old. Manifesting. Manifesting. We know those girls and we love those girls. Yeah, absolutely. Like even if you're not like one of those girls. Like you probably have something in mind. Like it could just be that you want it to be gold or silver, like any, you know, everyone has something in their mind, but what do you think their partner should look for when selecting a ring? Like what goes into that whole process? Yeah, there's, there's so much that really does go into it. And really so much has changed with, you know, I sound like old, but like with the rise of social media and Pinterest and Instagram, Mm -hmm. everyone else's rings are basically at the forefront of everyone's fingertips, right? So you're always looking at your friends' rings, you're looking at celebrities' rings, you're following Verstolo and other ring inspo, jewelry inspo, Instagram accounts. So to your point, you might not know exactly what you want, but you have probably some sort of idea. Mm -hmm. If you're a yellow gold girl, if you're a classic platinum girl, those things might start to inspire you and and you'll tag them and you'll you'll save them and maybe forward Mm -hmm. them along to your boyfriend. Um, But when it comes to starting the engagement ring process, one thing I will say that has, I think, changed in the last couple of years is couples a lot of times are starting the process together. I was um, going to ask you that. Yeah. But if you're not one of those couples, that's okay. Although as a jeweler, I love when couples shop together because I want to talk to the girl. She's the one's, She's the one wearing the ring. She's looking at it every day. Yeah. She's the one, to your point, who has been probably thinking about it for a while. So I want her to be happy. Um, but if you're not shopping together... Communication is obviously everything. Even if it is one or two little details, make sure you're telling 
telling your boyfriend, make sure you're telling your partner. Um, and if not, and you're more traditional, you're telling your best friend or your mom or just that trusted yeah. um, gatekeeper who knows like, okay, I'm going to work with him. Don't worry. Everything's going to go smoothly because I have an idea of what you want or mm -hmm. just as important what you don't want. So starting the process by just letting, you know, dropping those little signals is really, really important. Um, and that can be for the design aesthetic or for the actual diamond shape and the ring design. Um, and then another thing that we always need to think about is budget. How much do you want to spend? What can I rea realistically get for that mm -hmm. price point? So these are conversations you can have. Um, but if you're not having them, just you got to drop those little breadcrumbs. So he knows what to do. Drop the breadcrumbs, like you said, like with your best friend, a sister, a grandmother, like someone, <laughs> anyone, <laughs> someone needs to help guide the ship in like even the littlest way. Like if you're not having that conversation with your partner about what kind of ring you want, like, please tell somebody so they don't go in like clueless. Like, yeah. And it's going to make their lives easier because mm -hmm. That's the, stressful. It's very stressful. It's a lot of pressure. It's usually your first big purchase as, you know, a, a young adult or as an adult. Um, and you want to get it right. And you're spending time, you're spending money, and it's it's the start of your forever life and your forever ring. So you want to make sure you have all the tools that you need. And the best way to do it is just to communicate. Yeah. Um, and also do your research and know what's out there and make sure that when you are shopping for an engagement ring, you're working with someone that you trust, like obviously Verstolo. Yeah. And then so couples can come into Verstolo and look at rings. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because sometimes like on Instagram, like you're, if you follow Verstolo or you follow anybody, you're like, okay, like, can I go in somewhere and like see these things? Yeah, we have a showroom here in New York. I will say we have a couple of samples here, but we're really known for our custom jewelry. So every piece that we make, whether it's an engagement ring or, you know, something that is part of our rental collection or a tennis bracelet, they're one of one. They're a piece that's made specifically for you. Mm -hmm. So whether we're meeting in person at our New York City showroom or virtually, we're going to start with the diamond and then we'll have the conversation about the actual ring it's going to be set in and walk you through all the little steps that it takes to get a finished ring. How many, I mean, do you mind telling me the steps? Sure, of course. I'm like so curious. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's uh, at the top of your mind. You're in the Betches world. Yeah. I know you have a serious boyfriend. So ask me all the questions. No, literally, I'm like, what are the steps? Like, what do I need what do to I know? Need, what do I need to know? So <laughs> obviously, step one for you is communication, as we just discussed. Um, but really, when a couple or someone is ready to reach out to start the process, we'll have a conversation about the type of ring they're looking for. So that could be the ring design and the diamond shapes, so whether they're looking for a round diamond, an oval diamond, a natural diamond, a lab diamond, um, whatever their specifications are, I just need to know so then I could prepare. So once I have an idea of their budget and the shape and stuff they're looking for, um, I will pull stones for them within those parameters. They'll come in or we'll meet virtually by sending them photos and videos. And then hopefully they'll be able to choose the center stone. Um, and from there, we'll work on the ring design. And four to six weeks later, a ring could be in your hand. And then the rest is on the client. That's so exciting to think about. Like the fact that you are giving someone that gift of like, 
this is the ring for the rest of your life. Like that's a really kind of crazy thing to think about. It's it is really crazy, but I will say I think it's I like have very the happiest exciting. job in the world. Yeah, right. Because everyone's coming in like because they're excited and they're happy and exactly. everyone's in a good mood. Yeah, everyone everyone's in a good mood. Everyone's really excited about the future, um, and I'm really excited to be such a small part of it. But it really is just the beginning, and that's like one of the most beautiful things about a jeweler. Um, client relationship is like we're starting at such an important and pivotal time in someone's life. And then Mm -hmm. we just get to grow through all the milestones together. So then there's the wedding, then there's the push present and, you know, anniversaries. It's just all really good and exciting things. I love that. Do you find that the style of ring like often reflects the person? Like if you if you were to like get a line of people, would you be able to kind of tell like what style they like, like just by looking I mean, at them? Sometimes I wish I was yeah. that good. I'm very good when it comes to wedding dresses. I will look at a bride in their you know little selfie at their wedding salon, and I'm like, oh, this is a Brooke girl or this is an Alana girl. I can do that in two seconds. Wedding rings. Um, I would say I'm pretty good at it based on like what they're wearing, if they're like mm-hmm. classic, if they're a little funkier. Um, but it's just so personal and there's so many options Yeah, that sometimes I'm surprised. Yeah. I would say it's like 50, 50. Yeah, there's like so many ways it could go. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like so many different ways, like so many cool things you can do with a ring. What is a trend for engagement rings that you think is kind of over? Like it's kind of, we're now stepping into something new. What trend mm. was that? So I would say the biggest trend in engagement rings has been elongated shapes. So that's your oval, which has been really Mm -hmm. hot for the last couple of years. Um, But it's also moved into elongated cushions. And we're now seeing pairs making a comeback. No, I was Um, just about to tell you, I've seen so many pairs. So yeah, pairs are are the new oval. Um, I don't think they're as as crazy as ovals just yet. But you know what? When you've seen a lot of ovals and you still want a lot of surface area and good bang for your buck, it's a really great option. It's brilliant. It's sparkly. Um, so clients are just loving it. And everyone wants a stone that really looks its size, if not bigger. So yeah. that's why elongated shapes are really popular. So I would say it started with the oval trends and now it's evolving into other elongated shapes a little bit more. It's just like so funny because it's it really has been like it was the halo and mm-hmm. then it became yeah, oval. The- and now yeah. it's like now we're going into other elongated we're going shapes, into like other said. elongated exactly other elongated fancy shapes do you think people are leaning more towards gold or are people still kind of sticking to platinum we're doing a lot of gold um the two-tone has been really really popular you know that white custom basket which reflects more white into the diamond mm-hmm. with a very thin delicate yellow gold band i think that has been with every shape like our best selling setting this year even more so than the solitaire platinums i will say but the platinum is so classic and yeah. if you know to your point like if i can read someone if i have a girl who is like super preppy just that classic like you know she's going to go platinum even if she has other yellow gold jewelry on that is so funny. I also have noticed that there's a trend. I think Emrata really started it, but it was like the two stones together. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I've seen this a lot and it's like a diamond and then maybe like another stone. A like gemstone or another diamond. Yep. We actually just finished a really cool one. Really? They're amazing. Yeah. I can't I can't say too much about it. Right, because they might be listening. Yeah, they might be listening, but a really cool one will be proposed to very soon. Hopefully. Oh my God. I can't wait to see it because you'll probably post it on Instagram. Of course I'll post it on Instagram. It's so funny, like for me, just because I love social media and engaging with our clients. And obviously, I love sharing the good rings. Like the hardest part for me is waiting for the proposal. I'm like, oh, oh, can I share this ring already? And I it's know. been like two days, but I'm, I am I see it first and I'm like ready to share it with the world because I'm just so as excited cute. as our clients. I love that. And yeah, what kind of stuff do you look for when it comes to mixing metals? I know you said that like the yellow gold with the, you said the white white basket, basket. Mm -hmm. a platinum basket. Yeah. Yeah. So like when it comes to that, like, what do you, like if someone wanted to mix metals, what does that look like? So that's the first way to mix metals. Okay. Just because you have the top white, beautiful brightness of the diamond, and then you still get that yellow gold in the ring. Mm -hmm. And you could do that with rose gold as well. Obviously, yellow gold is a little bit more popular, but we've had some clients here who solely wear rose gold, and it works really well with certain skin tones. So you can do the same thing for rose gold. Um, But generally, mixing metals has just become so popular and so everyday. So I don't think you ever really have to be afraid to mix any of your metals generally speaking, especially for more to day to day. Yeah. Like you could do like a gold band, but then like engagement ring. And then could you do like um, a different wedding band? Yeah, absolutely. We see that all the time. Absolutely. And just like an engagement ring, wedding bands are totally customizable as well. Now, what about wedding bands? Like when does that process start? Like when do you and your fiance come in, say, this is what I'm looking for? Like, how does this work? Sure. So similar to an engagement ring or really any piece of custom jewelry, you want to leave yourself a little bit of time to make decisions and start the shopping process to figure out exactly what you want. I always recommend starting the wedding band process around three months before your wedding. Of course, you can start it earlier. It really depends on the type of bride and shopper you are. You can check it off your list right away. But really, the absolute latest, I would say, is three months before because it gives you time um, without so much pressure to make a decision about what you want. And it gives us, the jewelers, time to actually make the ring you decide on. Do you, okay, so if someone, let's say, for example, has a three stone ring, like it's like an emerald center stone and like two on the side, how would you go about deciding what that wedding band looks like? Like, is there too many diamonds? Is there not enough? Is it more of just, I guess, I mean, it is a personal choice, but I'm just curious like what you lean towards. Well, first of all, no such thing, obviously, as too many diamonds. Right. (laughs) So we'll start with that. Um, But honestly, the question I ask all of my clients, whether or not they have a three stone ring or a solitaire ring, which is a single stone, um, is how are you going to wear your wedding band? Or how do you think you'll wear it? Obviously, it could change. So are you a type of girl who knows they want to stack their ring? with their wedding band, or are you going to want to wear it on your other hand? Specifically, when it comes to three stone rings, I've had a couple Mm -hmm. clients who stack it. It's a very big, full look. Um, But to me, personally, my own style advice is I love a three stone ring by itself. And then you have the other hand that you can wear your wedding band on. 
Um, and it'll just give you kind of more options because you don't have to worry about them matching completely. Um, but if you're a bride with a solitaire ring and you do want to stack, you want to find um, a wedding band that complements the ring, but also really still look good by itself because there are be times where you don't feel like wearing your engagement ring, whether mm-hmm. you're traveling or, or, you know, down the line, if you have kids, sometimes it's hard to wear an engagement ring. So you want to make sure your wedding band does complement the ring, but also feels substantial alone. Yeah. And then do your, does your band usually your partners or kind of like they want to do their own thing they can? Yeah. I mean, I'm all about doing your own thing. If you want to have some sort of matching design or maybe a matching engraving, that's definitely something we can do. We've, you know, gotten really creative with with wedding bands. We've put couples birthstones, put funny sayings and their wedding dates. So the beauty of a custom ring is you can really use your imagination and figure out a cool way that represents you both to make them match, or you can kind of go the opposite. And um, just have your ring represent your own individuality. And how do you, now this is just like a personal question I'm asking because yeah. you know, just my mind is going a million different places right now. <laughs> so, you know how, okay, I get mixed. People have opinions. I'm super curious about yours. Is having that go all the way around, obviously such a beautiful look, but then people also say like, it's hard because the diamonds sometimes fall out mm-hmm. or get damaged because they're on the opposite side of your totally. hand, like that hits things and stuff like that. So I'm curious, like what you think. Yeah, I get that question a lot. So a couple, couple things to think about whether when you're thinking about doing a full eternity versus half eternity or three quarters. So mm-hmm. usually the number one reason I hear that people want to not go all the way around is for resizing in the future. You want to be able, you know, if your fingers swell or they get smaller, you want to be able to easily tweak it. You can still tweak a full eternity band. um, And of course, you can easily tweak a half eternity band, but you're never really going to be able to get it two or three sizes up. At that point, you're going to ruin the integrity of the ring. So you have to get a new ring anyway. So for big resizing, that reason to go full, um, I'm sorry, half eternity. Um, if you're using bigger stones, then it could be a good opportunity to save a little money. So half eternity might be of interest for you. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I do honestly just re- recommend full eternity. It's a little bit different than an engagement ring where you have diamonds going along the band. An engagement ring with a pave setting has a top and a bottom. So you're hitting that ring at the same spot every day, every time you're wearing it. So there's really no reason to have diamonds at the bottom of it because you will eventually Mm -hmm. break it. With an eternity band, every time you take it on and off, every time you wear it, it spins. It's kind of at a different point. So you're not down that same spot every time. So there is a smaller risk of actually ruining the diamonds. So I would, I really love a full eternity band. I also personally hate the look of when you're wearing a half or three quarter and it's just moved to the wrong spot and you see a little bit of metal. Yeah. Like to me, that is super annoying. So I'm all about a full eternity unless you're doing really big size and you want to have that significant. And one last thing I am curious about your thoughts on lab diamonds and natural diamonds. Like I feel like very, we're seeing a lot more lab diamonds. Um, Definitely. Yeah. What have you been experiencing that? 
Yeah, I would say the last year or two, we had more requests for lab-grown diamonds than ever before. They are definitely becoming increasingly popular. There's a lot of pros for going lab. Um, it is a it is a diamond. The product is just made in a different way. Um, but there's some questions of what the value will be in right. the future. So our job is kind of to walk you through the pros and cons of going lab or natural, and we leave it up to the client to decide what's right for them. But we could do a we could do a whole episode. Yeah, on lab I'm like now natural. I'm like, bro, we got it. It's definitely yeah, we got to get you back. It's a hot topic. Yeah, let's do it. It's very much a hot topic. People have so many thoughts and opinions on it. And like, I'm so curious about it. So I'd love to have you back and talk about it. Yeah, no, of course. And it's also, it's very new. So, and it's definitely changing Mm -hmm. the game and it's brought access to a lot more people and it's a beautiful product. So I think just as a consumer, it's important to do your research and talk to the person you're buying from Mm -hmm. and decide what makes the most sense for you. And you can go lab or natural in engagement rings. You can go lab or natural in wedding bands. At the end of the day, you just have to love what you're wearing. That's that's it. That's all. That's it. I mean, you just got to love what you're wearing. That's giving exactly. like frost yourself from how to lose the guy in 10 days. Oh, yeah. That Verstolo is like the frost yourself pretty woman experience. That I love we've that. We've all watched unfold on the big screen, but now... You can do it for your big day. Right. I love that. So let's talk wedding day. I personally am someone who's like a little challenged in the accessories department. Like I'm just not, I'm so bad at it. Like all I wear is like these little studs every single day because like anything else, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. When it comes to people like that, like if you were to style someone on their wedding day who isn't a big jewelry girl, like what would you suggest? That's a really good question. So I get every kind of bride. The bride who is like, give me all the glam, like the yeah. bigger, the better. Load me up with two tennis bracelets on one hand and a cuff on the other. Like I want to go crazy. And then I get brides who are like, okay, I'm a min- minimalist in my everyday. Like you said, I hear this all the time. I wear my studs every day. I never change them, but I don't want to wear the same studs that I wear every day on my wedding day. Right. I, want, I want something special. So for that bride... Um, and just conceptually and philosophically when it comes to styling for your wedding, you need to stay true to yourself, right? You want to feel like yourself on your wedding day, but you have to take it to the next level. You don't wear a wedding dress every day. So that's going to be a little bit out of your comfort zone, but it's fun. You get to dress up. So same thing with your jewelry. So if it were you, I would put you in one of our cluster studs. So cluster studs for weddings have become extremely popular, um, you know, we've seen it on celebs, the big five carat each studs that, you know, give that just glamorous, clean look. So yeah. we do that a lot with our floral cluster studs, which match so many of the beautiful lace patterns that we're seeing in bridal today. Um, so I would put probably put you in a cluster studs and a simple tennis bracelet. Um, but yeah, being in your comfort zone is so important. But we also do have to elevate your look because it is your wedding and you want to feel mm-hmm. special. Yeah. And I think that that's a hard line that people toe, like, cause it is such a special day. They are so like, they want to be themselves maybe, but elevated. Exactly. And so sometimes that's like maybe a hard middle ground. Cause they're like, okay, I'm not going to, and every day I don't wear like a big statement necklace and like brace and, you know, bracelets. So like on your wedding day, maybe you don't want to go that route, but you definitely want something a little bit more like, umph, 
you know? Exactly. And that's why renting diamond jewelry for your wedding makes so much sense because Mm -hmm. you're really focused and honed in on this one look for this one day. um, And you're spending so much money on the wedding. So now really isn't necessarily the time to invest in like, let's say 15,000 or $25,000 earrings. It's something you're going to wear once. It's beautiful. It fits the look. It fits the vibe. Um, so you rent it and then you don't have to worry. You give it back and get it ready for its next bride. (laughs) (laughs) And so for different jewelry for the dress, like how would you style someone that had like a high neckline? Like, is it true what they say? Like the neckline kind of defines like the jewelry that you're wearing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love a drop with a, with a high neckline. Of course it depends on the bride and again, their comfort level, but with a high neckline, a beautiful drop earring, I think is so gorgeous because you focus on the face, you have, you know, the beautiful dress, you obviously don't want to wear a necklace or anything else to distract from the, from the higher neckline. Mm -hmm. And I think a a high neckline with a drop earring, is just the perfect compliment to really like showcase a longer neck and, um, you know, I, I love that. I feel like Meghan Markle did that for her reception dress, like that photo of her and Harry, mm-hmm. like walking to the car, like she's in that high Iconic. neckline dress. But I think she has like a drop earring. She does. I've and had it, a couple like, girls. I literally have it like stuck in my mind. Smaller drop earring. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And we yeah, see all, t- all types of dresses, all different styles, all influence. Um, by either different celebrities or, you know, former Betches brides that they see mm-hmm. on your account. Um, we're seeing also like a lot of low V necklines, which also is really pretty with a drop earring, but it's something that can work with a cluster set too, which will kind of tie back to what is your style? What do you feel comfortable in? What are you going to, um, you know, put on and be like, okay, this is my look. This is the bridal look yeah. I've been whether you're the girl who's been envisioning it for, you know, 15 years or you're the bride who just started thinking about it a couple months ago, um, you want your vision to be true to your bridal dream. Yeah. And can you take us through Verstolo's rental process? Like, how sure. does this all happen? Like, how do you go yeah. from having no diamonds to suddenly like now I'm, all the like, diamonds? Yeah, all the diamonds. <laughs> All the diamonds. So it's really a fun process. Um, and I re- I work with brides from a year out to their wedding. Believe it or not, we already have brides who have booked for November 2023 oh to brides the month of or sometimes even the week of their wedding. And they're like, oh, my God, I have my dress. I have my shoes. But I have no idea what I'm doing for jewelry. So basically, whether you're in New York or outside of New York, we'll work with you to help style your look and reserve your jewelry so you have it for the weekend of your wedding. So typically, I would say the sweet spot, brides usually book around three to six months before their wedding. That's when it kind of clicks in their head. Okay, I need to figure out my accessories. So they schedule an appointment. And if they're in New York, they can come into our showroom, which is currently on Fifth Avenue. Um, If they're not in New York, we'll meet with them virtually over Zoom. Prior to the call, they'll send over their dress. We'll have them browse the collection, start to get an idea of what they're looking for. Um, And then we'll walk them through what's available for their weekend and help style their look. So, So what we've talked about before, we'll talk about what is their everyday jewelry like? What are they comfortable in? What do they maybe wear to friends' weddings and feel good in? And then we'll figure out how to basically level that up for their big day. So 
they'll try on. I'll try on for them. We'll go through pictures of past for solo brides so they know what the jewelry will look like in their photos. Yeah. And then we we reserve the jewelry for them with a little deposit, 50% deposit. And then they'll have the jewelry for their weekend at their wedding. So they can rent for rehearsal dinner. They can obviously rent for the day of. They can rent for the after party. Moms often get in on the fun. And I rent was going to say, too. I was like, there's got to be like, yeah. And oh, can brides rent jewelry? Like anyone, anyone can rent jewelry. It's tech, it's not only for brides, but mm-hmm. 99% of our clients are brides. And we really do design for brides because that's who really utilizes the service. It really makes such a big difference for your wedding day. We get you know, emails saying, you know, they have the dress, they have the shoes, but we get emails saying like, oh my God, the jewelry really made the difference. It completed the look. Mm -hmm. I felt like a celebrity. I felt like a million dollars on my wedding day. And it really just tied everything together and made them feel as special as they should feel on their wedding day. And you guys do a great job because like I said, Nicole's picture like of her and the earrings is so beautiful. Like I, like you still remember it, you know, like it really tied her whole look together. Like it really, it really pulled everything did. together. It was yeah, beautiful. She had, she had a little bit of a floral pattern on her dress and we went with the willow earring. She also had a bit of a plunging strapless neck um, and did a little hanging earring and it was perfect. I call the the willow, the earring that she wore, our medium size drop earring. So we have some that are smaller and some that are bigger. Um, but that size earring for us works for so many brides and we have different iterations of it now um, because we're always growing and expanding the collection. So more will also be coming for 2023, which is exciting. I can't wait to see what else you guys have going on. Like, cause yeah. like you said, there's so much you can do with jewelry. So let's get into our unpopular opinions. These are opinions that everybody writes in their thoughts, feelings, comments, concerns, everything. So I just want to get an expert's opinion. Okay. People are writing in that they prefer gold over silver for weddings. What are your thoughts? Interesting opinion or interesting question. I find that most of our brides are wanting and wearing white gold for their wedding Mm -hmm. day, but they're wearing yellow gold in their everyday life. So that's interesting. Because now that I'm thinking about it, like I'm a big gold jewelry girly. Like if I'm wearing any sort of jewelry, it's probably going to be gold. But I'm thinking for weddings, like that is so true. Everyone does lean more towards the white and I'm trying. Yeah. I think it's just more, it's more timeless. It's more Mm -hmm. classic. It's what, it's what's been worn for so many decades. It's, you know, we think of white, we think of purity um, yeah. cleanliness, all of that when it comes to weddings. So I think the white just really does resonate with bridal, but yeah. I have, you know, my clients come in here, they're decked out head to wrist with yellow gold, chunky jewelry, which is very much on trend for yeah. your everyday life. But again, you switch it up for the big day. That's funny. Um, yeah. This person says wedding day jewelry doesn't need to be tasteful and sparkly. It can be a heightened version of what you already wear, which I feel like we, yeah, totally discussed. Like we agree. Yeah. But it does need to be sparkly. (laughs) Yeah. I, for someone like, let's say this person wears like a ton of jewelry in their everyday life. Like they're always in jewelry. Like what kind of stuff would you put them in? Like, would you put them in bracelets and necklace and earrings? Like, what is that like? Yeah. I, 
I think I think it really depends on their wedding dress and mm-hmm. and the style they're looking to achieve. Like you might have this this girl who is like your you know how everyone has that friend who before you buy something you send her a million pictures and she's the one who approves of every yes. outfit. Like we all have that go to in our life. Um, but that girl might surprise you on her wedding day. She might be like very you know a risk taker when it comes to her fashion Monday through Friday or on the weekends, whatever it is. But when it comes to her bridal look, she might want something more classic or not. She might want to have a lot of fun with jewelry. I think everyone has this certain vision for their wedding Mm -hmm. and it's just, you know, our job is to help make it come to life. That's amazing. And next up, we are going to do the bride's help desk. So they write in our listeners with a problem, a crisis, whatever it may be. And we basically help them. We, you know, you're the jewelry fairy godmother. You can make all their dreams come true. So let me read this and then we can get into our advice. Cool. Hello. I've been a fan of the podcast for a long time and I'm so excited to start planning a wedding of my own. Well, not yet. I have my suspicions that my longtime boyfriend wants to propose. Finally, after some subtle hints, my friends and family have been dropping. I am excited for this to happen, and I'm worried about the possibility that I will hate my engagement ring. For context, my boyfriend has no idea what my taste in jewelry is. He always tries his best, but every piece of jewelry he has given me has been some sort of... (laughs) Wait, this is so funny because I feel like this is so true. (laughs) Men are so funny about jewelry sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So he always tries his best, but every piece of jewelry he has given me has been some form of heart-shaped necklace, earrings, or bracelets. It's almost a running joke. The most recent hint was last week when he showed me a photo of yet another heart-shaped ring and said, look at the engagement ring my friend bought his girlfriend. That would be perfect for us. And I didn't know what to say and to play along with the joke I responded, yeah, it would be. And while I always appreciate any kind of gift he gives me, I want to make sure I don't end up with an engagement ring that I hate. Should I start dropping hints to my friends and family of what I want or do I straight up tell him that I would like to pick it out myself and possibly ruin a big surprise. Thanks for your help. A hopefully heartless batch. Oh, wow. Lot, lots to unpack lots here. Lots going on there. <laughs> lots lots going, going on. But we need we need to make sure you get the ring you love. So I think you need to talk to him. You need to talk to your friends. You need to talk to your family. You have to cover all of your bases because you don't want him to mess it up. You don't want to end up with something you hate because then mm-hmm. it's going to be awkward forever. Yeah. Cause like, that's a really hard conversation then to have. Like you can't look at him and be like, I hate this. And you yeah. might actually, you know what? I take that back. Some people might be like that. I could never, like I would feel terrible. I think that this sounds like there is this common misconception and I would love your thoughts that by going and picking out the ring together, that it kind of like ruins the surprise. Yeah. And I don't agree with that. I, think, I don't either. Right? Because how, when you're at that point in your relationship, you're talking about the future. You're t- talking about getting engaged. The true surprise is not as much there as it used to be. Life's really different now. Couples are living together. People are renting apartments, buying homes before they even get engaged. Um, so a bit of that surprise, I guess, sometimes is gone. But if you're not the couple that wants to shop together, you at least have to drop the hands. It's going to be easier for him. Trust me, he wants it. He wants to know that what he's doing is right and that you're mm-hmm. going to love it because that's why he's marrying you, you know? Yeah. He wants you to be happy. He's going to be happy. 
And it just really makes it easier for, for everyone. And if you're worried about the element of surprise, you don't need to shop with him. You have right. your friends, you have your family, you have Instagram. It's it's time to start casually DMing. And if he's making jokes about different rings That's and what styles, I was thinking too, you need girl. to give it right back to him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like if he's joking around with you or like bringing up engagement rings, like he's yeah. obviously he's thinking, thinking about, about it. it. So that gives you like the perfect like segue. Perfect window. Early. Just like send him rings at this point. That's if it. he's like this comfortable being like, hey, this would be perfect for us to be like, hold on. Perfect for someone else. Um, <laughs> this is actually what I this want. Is, exactly. This is what's gonna be perfect. For I mean, us. and here's the name of the jeweler you need to talk to. Exactly. Like, I don't think at this point, like he would be put off if you started talking to him about engagement rings. It it doesn't sound yeah. like it. It sounds no. like maybe he's like doing these little jokes as a way to open the conversation yeah maybe he wants the conversation because he's like maybe maybe he's asking for it he might be clueless absolutely like i just think men are funny in particular about jewelry like i was laughing while reading that because it is like a running joke like a meme almost of like men like buying the girl like the heart-shaped necklace i'm like it's no so one literal it's, it's like so crazy like it just makes me laugh i know and it comes from such a good place it's like i'm showing my <sighs> love with a heart it but really does it's not that's not for everyone so no. i think you have a gr- she has a great opportunity to start the conversation he opens the door he's basically asking for it so jump on it and let him know what you want like he he wants you to tell him like this is what I want and that's yeah also that's like a great sign in a partner in my opinion like he really values like what you care about and what you want and you should marry him yeah you, know? you should totally marry him you should totally yeah. marry him and make sure you <laughs> send him a screenshot after you're done listening to this episode of the Betches Brides podcast yeah I mean my friend had the funniest experience like her she was showing her boyfriend something on Instagram and he somehow ended up on her explore page and it was like all wedding rings and she's like I wanted to die like and she's like like, even though that's the best thing but also I'm like did he look closely like was he also what were the settings of these rings were they all oval shaped were they exactly right oh my god that's so funny um tell everybody about first of all like where they can find you visit etc. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Verstolo, or you can check out our website, verstolo.com, where you'll see all of our rental pieces available for your wedding. And you can also check out some of our custom jewelry as well, whether that's wedding bands, engagement rings. And you can always email us if you're looking to design a custom piece. That's really what we're known for. Yeah. And you guys have a great team. You guys are very like communicative like you guys respond right away and i've been seeing that a lot with like brides who write in they're like my vendors like not responding to me so it's like really refreshing yeah no absolutely so that is actually one thing we really pride ourselves on we are a small business we are a small team everyone who books an appointment with us is meeting with either myself or one of the co-founders um and 
And we really have a hands-on concierge approach. We get to know our clients. Um, We look at even just a rental meeting, not just as a one-off opportunity, but really a time to start building a relationship and get to know them, get to know their style. um, So we can celebrate all the really special milestones in their lives. But yes, we try and be as communicative as possible, whether it's through email or DM, or I text with some of my clients. A lot of them have become friends. So it's, it's awesome. I love to hear that. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. And everybody go follow them at Verstolo on Instagram. And we'll see you next week. Bye. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Samantha Bush, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Rebecca Salzmacat, social media by Samantha Bush. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.